I did some soul searching. I was meditating a lot during that time and really asking myself the hard hitting questions like, what do you want? Not what you think you should want. Right. At 30, not what your parents told you you should want. What do you want? Hey everyone, my name is Cheryl, your BGI advisor, and welcome to What's Interrupting Your Life podcast. On this show, you will learn about women and their experiences and what has been interrupting their life. We interview women who have experienced interruptions and learned new ways to handle the challenges that have interrupted their lives. Together, we learn different ways on how we can take care of ourselves. This includes topics such as self-love, boundaries, being bold, and living unapologetically so you are able to be the strongest version possible while being authentic. Let's own your power and get into today's episode. Today I'm so excited because I get the opportunity to sit down and chat with Shanique. Um, uh, just a little bit of history, Shanique and I do know each other. Um, we worked together in the past, so... Before we get into all of that juicy stuff, Shanique, introduce yourself. Who are you? What you're all about? Hi, I'm Shanique. I am an actor and I am an entrepreneur. I run an online counseling business that uh, provides affordable counseling for women, children, individuals, families here in Vancouver and Toronto. Amazing. So, um, Shanique. I, our signature question and what our show is all about, we're going to start there before we get into other stuff, but what is, or what has interrupted your life? I would say the biggest thing that has interrupted my life, self-doubt. Self-doubt has been a catalyst um, in like holding me back from pursuing certain things that I wanted to pursue or felt like I couldn't Mm -hmm. because maybe I wasn't good enough or I didn't have the means or I had to do only one thing. Um, But I've worked extensively hard um, in unblocking those mental blocks Mm -hmm. and getting myself to where I'm at now. Mm -hmm. Okay. So let's dig a little deeper. What does that self um, self doubt look like in your everyday life? What did it look like before to the point where you are today? It was more like your inner critic. You know, you have an inner critic that just tells you, no, you can't do that. Or you have to be a certain way. Mm -hmm. Um, So it was more about right now I sit in two different um, careers, you can say. So I'm an actor and I'm also um, in mental health. And I felt for the longest time that I couldn't do both. I had to, if you want to be a counselor or own a business, Mm -hmm. this is just what it is. The (laughs) arts are something of the past. Um, and I felt like I couldn't do both. There's mm-hmm. all these things that come up in your mind. Um, I guess it's also like an identity thing, right? It's yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like <laughs> you're a counselor, that's it. What do you mean you dance or sing or act? Mm-hmm. So I think for the longest time I played tug of war with myself. Wow. And that's interesting because a lot of women I know in our community struggle with that. Right. Um, and I myself have struggled with it. And I've written a blog about it and I it changed it in the terms of like, how many hats do we wear? Because right. we wear so many different hats and, you know, we get stuck. We get imposter syndrome yes. that starts to like tell us and tell us, you know, 
you shouldn't be doing that. Yeah. Right. And then because you are in the mental health and social service field, because that's how we met. Um, it's like, we're supposed to be, that's it. That's, that's all yeah. we're supposed to do. <laughs> yeah. No Just, other talents. Don't do anything. <laughs> Your mental health. That's yeah. it. That's the only image you project. And it's like personality is so complex. Mm-hmm. But for whatever reason, we limit ourselves to these basic beings, for lack of a better phrase. Do you know what I mean? It's like, no, there's so many facets to your personality. Mm-hmm. And, and it's okay to honor them. Yeah. And we need to start honoring them. Yes. We need to start uh, and really, truly honoring them. Not like, not like a half asking it exactly exactly just in the end one it's honoring it and then two it's being okay with it yes still honor it but are you okay with it okay with it oh that's so true so Mm -hmm. it goes down to self-acceptance right yeah accepting that aspect of yourself like it's okay yeah absolutely um it's it's tough navigating that and for me i felt like I was missing something because the arts have been such a huge part of my upbringing. I took mm-hmm. acting classes, vocal lessons, modeling my whole entire life up until high school. And I tried to pursue it professionally at the time when I was about maybe 19. Um, mm-hmm. And of course, your parents are like, please choose something else. <laughs> <laughs> no, you will not be Celine Dion. Yes. Uh, it's too far-fetched, right? And so, And so I struggled with that. And then when I did go get my degree and I had my apartment and I was working at Airborne at the time and I was working somewhere else, I'm like, I did it. I have a university degree. I have my apartment downtown. You know what I mean? I'm living the dream, but I felt empty inside. I felt like I was still lacking. I'm like, but I'm doing such a, I was working at a psychiatric treatment center as well as Airborne. And I'm like, what, you know, you did it. You went to school, you, you're helping people. This is you have such an important role in society, and I felt, I still felt like mm, something's missing. Hmm. So okay, so that leads me to the next question: What led you? Because you were at Airborne, and then all of a sudden, I noticed on your Instagram you're in Vancouver. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> what happened? How did there? you get there? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did a lot of soul searching, like I was saying. So I remember one night I went to a monologue slam in toronto and like i said i've always done the arts um for a very long time and then i put a pause when i went to university and it's at this place called the hideout it's on college street and in the hideout there's this sign that says entertainment and it's like 3d and so i sat and i watched people do monologues and they went up there and something just ate at me i was like uneasy and then thoughts started rushing in i'm like am I really going to live this entire life without ever pursuing the arts at a professional level? Am I always just going to watch Holly Berry movies and fantasize that it's me? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, I was uneasy. Mm-hmm. And I tell people this all the time. Something happens when you turn 30. It's like, you know, that life is real. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You can't hide from your true self anymore. I, I, nope. I feel like in your 20s, you can brush things off easily and mm-hmm. ignore that person inside. And so I pursued it. I gave up my apartment. I gave up my full-time job. And I went back to casual because, you know, casual, you could pick up shifts. Right. Downgraded my whole entire life, started taking acting classes. And I did some soul searching. I was meditating a lot during that time and really asking myself the hard hitting questions like, what do you want? Not what you Mm -hmm. think you should want, Mm 
right. at 30, not what your parents told you you should want. What do you want? And I went on this journey, I call it my eat, pray, love journey. And I went to Hollywood for a week by myself. I needed to see the sign. I needed to see the stars on the walk of fame. And I got so emotional and I'm wow. like, there's something there. Yeah. And during that time, as I was saying, I was meditating and you know, I, your spirit speaks to you, your higher self mm -hmm. speaks to you. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, how am I going to pursue my acting and eat? Because <laughs> yes. auditions come, you can't just call in sick every Wednesday when you have an audition or every Tuesday. And no. the idea for HSB wellness came from that. Oh, where I'm like, I will pursue this part-time right as I'm going on my journey. And so it kind of all came full circle. It was a whole journey. Wow. So, oh, yeah. That's like, and I love how you painted like the road that you traveled on. Yes. Because so many of us don't like, we get those feelings. We go into those places and those spaces and we know that you know what we're presently doing is not where we genuinely truly want to be but when we go into those spaces we know we need to be there but we just don't know how to do it right so i love that you know you painted that journey of meditating asking yourself and then going to hollywood you where would, yes right i'm so, like is this just a phase i needed to explore those feelings and mm -hmm. take myself out of my comfort zone and away from people i didn't even tell people i was going until i booked my ticket and my my airbnb and i'm like i'm going to la guys like, what <laughs> by yourself <laughs> like yeah <laughs> that is so that's one empowering two amazing that's that's beautiful so now the hsbc wellness mm -hmm. how does that now because you're what are you doing are you doing both of them full-time like what does that look like in your life now so like hsb wellness um i'm more of an administrative role i do mm -hmm. take clients here and there but i have a team of therapists so I used to have five, I just had two that um, had to had other priorities. Mm -hmm. So right now I'm just down to my two therapists. I have one in Vancouver and one in um, Ontario. Okay. So it's more administrative and yeah, it's, it's more on a part-time level, just kind of building my name mm -hmm. before mm -hmm. drinking it. Cause it is a lot. I'm doing this all by myself Yeah. and my acting career is very, very, very busy. So um, it is on a part-time level, but we do, we have clients every month, every week. Oh, okay. Amazing. Yeah. And so where do, how do people like, what type of counseling does your, you, do you offer? So we do offer individual couples, mm -hmm. um, parental counseling, like adults who have children that struggle with autism or on the spectrum and they need like maybe guidance and how to help manage them mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. a few of our therapists do that we do child and youth counseling as well okay that's nice and what made you decide to choose that like start your own agency with the acting like why didn't you like become a plumber or like, <laughs> <I don't> <laughs> well <laughs> i am passionate about mental health and i love counseling i do believe in therapy very much so mm -hmm. and um that's what I wanted to do when I first started, when I went into social service, when I went to go get my psychology degree, it was always to be a therapist or run a therapy firm. So um, that's why I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do it. Nice. <laughs> it was another self-doubt where I'm like, I have to wait till I have a PhD and all this stuff. And I'm like, no, no, you don't. You can, you can start now. Uh, <laughs> you know? That's that. 
I'm so glad we're having this conversation. <laughs> That's amazing. So now let's tap into your acting career. What are you doing? Like, like, oh, okay. What do you enjoy so I, most about it? Yeah, like live um, theater or like film, film and television. So most of my auditions and most of the roles that I do book are for film commercials mm -hmm. um, and television. Stage acting is great. Theater is amazing, but it does take a lot out of you and a lot of time. <laughs> That's where the real acting happens. <laughs> I used to do. Yeah. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. so you know. So you know. I did one play in Toronto that was at the Fringe Festival before I came. I was the lead in that play. Oh. Um, it was really cool. Yeah. Before the yeah. pandemic. Pandemic kind of. <laughs> but I came to Vancouver because I got a scholarship for an acting program. Ah. So I had come after my journey to LA and then right. I went back to LA for an entertainment conference. And then the following year I came to Vancouver for a two week certificate program at Vancouver Academy of Dramatic Arts. Uh -huh. And then I applied for their scholarship program and I got it and I came here for that. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> and so you've been there ever since. Yeah. It was 2020. So July 2nd will be two years. It goes by so fast. That's amazing. So what are some of the things you enjoy? What are you doing for self-care out in Vancouver? Because you got the salt water and everything. I know, and I live right by the water. So I do a lot of long walks along the seawall. Mm -hmm. I'm huge on yoga, so I do yoga every morning. Okay. Um, it's a part of my routine. Like I get up, I do my yoga, and I write in my journal, gratitude journals. HSB Wellness has gratitude journals. Oh, amazing. <laughs> <laughs> my gratitude journal and as well as my regular journal and i'm really big on these these are these affirmation cards oh you know, yes yeah by gabrielle bernstein uh -huh. so i just have a moment and no matter how early my day starts i have to do those things i have to meditate i have to write in my journals mm -hmm. and flip my card and have like a moment to myself Okay, so I have a question because a lot of people are going to be, you didn't ask her this question. <laughs> so how do you, how did you, like a lot of people struggle with getting started and maintaining that. So like your, your self okay. routine in the morning, like what you're saying, no matter what time you get up, you still do your routine. So right. at the beginning, how did you get started with that? So with, with meditation, I just started with five minutes randomly throughout the day whenever I had time. And because the benefits are so, it's so beneficial, mm -hmm. I started it in the morning before my day. And the reason why it becomes a habit is because now I can't live without it. I notice the difference when I don't do mm -hmm. it. I'm off. I'm like, yes. oh, I didn't meditate today. I didn't get to do my yoga stretches. I feel weird. Mm -hmm. And so it becomes a necessity. It's like mm -hmm. brushing your teeth. Like, yes, <laughs> like you have to do it. No yeah. matter how, if you're late or not, <laughs> that has to go down. <laughs> Most of it. <laughs> So true. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Wow. It's a staple in my life now, for sure. <laughs> well, that's amazing. That's really, really good. Um, and so how are you living now that you've come out to Vancouver? You've made all these different transitions. Like what is what does it look like next for you? What does it look like? What are your goals moving forward? Forward. Mm -hmm. Um it's really busy because I have so much things going on. Um, but I'm just hoping to grow my practice. I'm looking to maybe um, 
showcase these a little bit more because I do have mood journals and other journals that I want to launch. Right. So focusing on building that, um, building my brand, HSB mm -hmm. Wellness, and I'm also going to be doing music very soon. So I'm going to be releasing some songs, tapping into the arts a little bit more. Right. Oh, I know you do yeah. have a single. Yes. Yes. Me and you. It's out. <laughs> And which I was surprised. I was like, oh, she sings too. I do. I do. That's what the, and, and I go, my stage name for music is Haishiva, which is the H in HSB Wellness. Oh. My name, yes. So my name is Sneak Haishiva Brown. So nice. I'll be releasing music under the Haishiva brand. Oh. <laughs> Multiple brands going. No, that's good. That's, yeah. that's how we have to do it. Multitask, yeah. doing it full circle, but I feel so fulfilled. I can't, words can't describe how balanced I feel because I get to do all the things that I'm passionate about, right? And that you want to do, yes, not what I feel I have to do or or whatever. And I still work part time at the shelter, like I work at a sh women's shelter, oh. with women and children, finding them housing. Wow, the side in Vancouver, so I do that part time. Oh, good, good, good. Wow, that's amazing. You're like a, you're a true superstar. Because <laughs> that's a lot of hats to wear. It is. And it's just being okay, like we were saying before, knowing that, okay, do you know what I mean? To step into these different realms and not let it overwhelm you or mm -hmm. feel, yeah. So how do you not let it overwhelm you? Um, I think you just have to be present. Mm -hmm. They talk about mindfulness and being in the moment. That is the only way. So when I'm at the shelf, I'm just dealing with what's going on there, not thinking about my audition. Sometimes they do crossover, you know. <laughs> if I have an audition, I have to prepare for it for the next day, and I'm at work, and I have some downtime. I might read my scripts. Mm -hmm. But just being present, being completely mm -hmm. present. Wow. So tell, like, give us a day in the life of Shanique. What would that look like? Okay, so I get up and I do my meditation mm -hmm. and I drink my water and I, I set my intentions for the day. That's also important. And mm -hmm. claiming that I'm going to have a great day today and I'm going to be able to manage because my life is pretty hectic. Yeah. And then I'll, I get up and I might do some administrative stuff for my business. I might post on Instagram for my business or there's an online platform that I go on to recruit clients. Mm -hmm. So I might do a little bit of that for my business. And then I might have three or four auditions for that day. Wow. That I have to now tape. So I might work on that. Mm -hmm. And then I also do dance classes every Friday. And I um, am a part of a community choir that meets every Tuesday. And we perform at local events in the city. And so I might have to go to choir practice or I might have to go to dance class or I might be just writing songs. Yeah, so it gets pretty hectic, especially with those auditions when it's like four of them for that day. I'm going from studio to studio um, wow. to do my auditions. And, and, then it, and scripts are hard to remember. Right. And getting in character and knowing yeah. what you're doing, it, it, it can be intense. But when you make up your mind that you're doing this, mm -hmm. I think sometimes things get overwhelmed overwhelming because we tell ourselves we don't really do this we kind of right. I kind of do it I'm kind of an entrepreneur mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm yep. kind of an actor but when you say this is what I do you just do it and I find that I'm 
I make more, I make use of my day, of my time. You know, sometimes we're like, oh, I'm going to do something, then you sit back for three hours doing nothing. <laughs> I don't have that luxury. <laughs> Every, even relaxation is like, um, we're scheduled like <laughs> two hours from two to four, I'm going to relax, and then five, I'm going to hit the books, like, kind right. of thing. No, that's good. That's good. Wow. Really? Yeah. Okay. So now let's, you know, before we wrap things up, um, let's, uh, what's in, what are like in your playlist right now? What are your top five songs that you're top listening to? Five songs. Yeah. About Dime Time by Lizzo. Uh -huh. I did a little dance. <laughs> yes, I saw that. <laughs> That's my jam right now. That's my jam. Um, I like empowering songs. So I have Diva by Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Uh, Girl on Fire by Alicia Keys. Yeah. Like these are the songs that I use to amp myself up for my day. Mm -hmm. I have A Beautiful Noise, which is one of our choir songs that we're singing. Um, and did I say five? Brighter Day by Kirk Franklin. Ah, I love Ooh. that song. It's so beautiful. Yeah. Yes. Amazing. Okay, let's get into some rapid fire questions. Okay. <laughs> So what is one strategy that you would recommend to a woman who is currently experiencing a life interruption? A life interruption? Do not ignore it. Sit down with pen and paper and ask yourself those hard-hitting questions. What do I want? Self-assessment is the best way to get to the root of any issue. Mm -hmm. So sit down and make time for yourself to ask yourself those questions um, that you would for a friend. We do that all the time with friends, right? Your friend comes to you with a problem and you're there ready yep. to but we don't do it with ourselves. No, take time and ask yourself those hard-hitting questions. Self-assessment. Yeah, I agree. I agree 100%. And then who is someone that inspires you? I'm inspired someone by many people. Right now, I'm really, um, I'm listening to a lot of E.T. I don't know mm -hmm. if you guys know E.T., the hip-hop preacher. Um, oh, no. Yeah, so Eric Thomas. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So he's a motivational speaker, and he's like really in your face, very to the point. And I'm, it's like church mixed with motivational speaking. Uh, it's very inspiring. He was like homeless on the streets and was able to get his life together and get a PhD. And now he speaks motivational speaks all over the world. He's, he's wow. Incredible. Mm -hmm. E.T. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm going to, I have to check them out. Yeah. Because I love listening to Motivation in the Morning. Yes, absolutely. Oh, he's perfect. Okay. And then what's a non-negotiable in your life? Not like something I have to have. Yes. To have. yes. The meditation. <laughs> <laughs> Got to meditate, guys. Got to meditate. <laughs> <laughs> it has to happen. And sometimes if I don't get to do it in the morning, I'll sneak away and still and make it, it happen somehow. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's like me. For me, it's um, journaling. And I just, if I can't, if I have a rush morning, the journal's in me, then I'm outside of a school and I'm doing my journaling and like, because <laughs> it doesn't feel right. So when you say, you know, it doesn't feel right to complete your morning, your self-care morning routine, it doesn't feel like you gen and then your rest of your day is like it's like off yeah yeah, no, yeah. gotta happen mm -hmm. yeah, make it happen yeah yeah no that was amazing oh my gosh i'm so excited that we got to connect i, I know got to get all up in your business 
thank you so much for having me. No, this, this is so great. amazing. This is great. You, this is great. You created Big Girl and the journey that it's been on, and it's been amazing to watch you as well. So, thank oh, thanks, you. thanks. It's been fun, and it's going to. We've got some big things coming, so it's oh, exciting. Yeah, it's really Very exciting. So. It's, it's different, but wow. So, and you know what? I like when we started Big Girl Interrupted. It was the first thing I was like, I gotta go to Vancouver. I gotta go to Vancouver. So when it's time for me to come to Vancouver, I'm yes. Come, 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 come. You'll love it. What a great conversation I had the opportunity to have with Shanique. I want you to think about what type of relationship do you really have with self-doubt? All of us battle with self-doubt. And it's so important for us to take the time and really answer the question, what type of relationship do I have with it? And does that relationship need to change? Or what are some strategies that I can put in place to make that self-doubt lessen? Because we're all going to experience it when we encounter different obstacles in our life. And that leads to my key, just do it steps that you can take. One is your limitations. Look at what limitations are you automatically setting for yourself in your life? You know, are you limiting yourself because of family, friends, responsibilities? And then I want you to really think about the expectations you have for yourself and what are they? And are you meeting those expectations? Are you working towards those expectations? That's where a very good tool to help you discover how are you fulfilling your personal expectations um, a great tool is creating a vision board because it helps you to get clear about that. And and if you're truly ready to work towards your personal expectations, then a vision board is a great way to have a visual of what you want to achieve, you know, and what do you want to start working towards. And it's baby steps. Every day you take little steps towards that. And having that visual reminder is more powerful than you would ever know. And then the next just do it step is feeling of empty. Have you ever sat down to really think about one, going back to what limitations, your limitations, your expectations, and do those feelings uh, lie in a place of emptiness? And when are you going to fill that up with the things you want for yourself? Stop limiting yourself. Start going for your expectations. Start working towards what you expect. And I, I love that, you know, Shanique shared her journey, her daily routine of self-care. Because when you have a daily routine of self-care, it's a great place to start to look at your limitations, you know, your self-expectations. Are you feeling empty? It's a great way to really look at who you are and answer that question. What type of relationship do you have with self-doubt? And you'll discover some answers. If you answer that question every day for the next, how many days we have left in this year, you will have an answer. And then it's all about coming up with an action plan. So if you want to come up with an action plan, I'm your girl. I'm here to help you. Um, let's talk. Let's create a vision board. Let's you know, let's get you working towards a limitless life, living out your expectations 
And you can do that all while managing a family, relationships, 10 million other hats that we wear. You can do it, but you have to put yourself first. Hey everyone, it's Cheryl again. Wasn't that an exciting episode? Every other Friday, we release a new episode that you do not want to miss. If you enjoyed this episode as much as I did, please share your thoughts and key takeaways in the comments below. Oh, and don't forget to share it with your friends as well. Screenshot it and tag us on Instagram at BigGirlInterrupted and we will repost it. Thank you for joining us. See you next time. Thank you.